0: good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome once again to my podcast a closet and a dream hosted by mr m since so many of you enjoyed my first podcast i just thought i'd put a little bonus on there for you so we're gonna talk about let's start out with hollywood usa everyone in the world has heard of hollywood california i'm sure It's a place of where dreams can be lived out. However, it's also a neighborhood full of sins, demonic spirits, and pagan rituals. Celebrities practicing witchcraft while executives ripping booty holes apart. There is definitely a price that comes with being famous in Hollywood. My desire was or is never to be famous. I've always been laid back and never desired lots of attention. See, my family has always showed me attention, and that's the most important attention that you can receive in my book. Wow. Plus, my dookie shoot says exit only. Can't you tell? (laughs) You know, I was just recently looking at some footage on Saturday Night Live where they banned some of Kanye West's thoughts and performers the other night. Hmm. And they got me to thinking, how truly free are we as black Americans? He was speaking on him getting bullied and him being in a sunken place, accused of being in a sunken place for wearing a Trump hat. I thought this was the country of choices. There's nothing disrespectful about him wearing a Trump hat and having his own opinion about someone or something. He's not the superior voice for black people anyway. I mean, you walk around with your opinions every day, good or bad, but that's your choice. The beauty of God is he gives us choices, good or bad. Just ask Eve. And let me say this. I don't agree with everything that Kanye has said or done in the past, but I wasn't ever or currently perfect either. And I'm sure that you can find tons of things in my past and yours also that people wouldn't agree with. <coughs> I know, monkey nuts time. Smells like monkey nuts. The mega bus bathroom. By the way, big shout out to all my perfect people. Who have said or done no wrong in their lives. People like, uh, or, or what about, hmm, come to think of it, I can't think of a single one. Well, I guess that just leaves you, Jesus. Praise God. Wow. So, is Kanye really so called crazy, or is he just too raw for quote unquote America? He also recently said on his so-called TMZ rant that he has been bullied for his opinions and fat shame by the establishment also. And that sent all the Sambo's into a laughing frenzy. Sambo's were like, Conjay, you better be quiet. Massa ain't liking your behavior at all. We need you to go back in the Sambo mode like us's. It's so funny that America was so-called built on the freedom of speech. But when you don't agree with the establishment, then you're labeled as an outcast or titled crazy. <coughs> <Ooh. sniffs> National news programs bash the president all day because they need ratings to keep their jobs. Only time they stop talking about politics is when a national devastation occurs. I don't entertain the national news at all. It's amazing how so many black Americans are glued to the television all day watching the national news programs. How can you not be depressed watching that mess and gossip all day? Or is that why black Americans want to watch it so much? I know. I know. It feeds their drama demon, doesn't it? Now, I'm not a stew bot that's telling you not to look at the national news. We have to know what's going on in our world. I'm just simply recommending that we don't put so much energy into all the negativity that they're reporting. Despite what the news shows us daily, there is still more good than evil out here. Satan has lots of power But God's love trumps all. Hallelujah. Wow. Black shows like Empire, Power, Love, and Hip Hop are the top shows in our communities now. And I'm not hating on these shows either. Let that be clear. It's just funny that we can gossip and tell each other about every episode that comes on. We know all the history about Ghost and Tasha, Lucius and Cookie Lyons, and Stevie J. and Jocelyn. But know very little about the Emmett Till story. Wow. Frederick Douglass. Wow. How about Harriet Tubman? Wow. Let's not forget Maya Angelou. Wow. And Booker T. Washington. Wow. What about Sojourner Truth? Wow. She was the truth. Wow, what about W.E.B. Du Bois? Wow, or how about Henry Louis Gates? Wow, and George Washington Carver? Wow, just to name a few. Hey, black directors and producers. Here's a great idea. Start using your power and influences to produce positive shows now, not to bring us another drug-related show. (coughs) Woo! for you have sown enough drama and madness for now. Wow. Hollywood has given black Americans some awesome, positive, and informative black movies, I must say. Let's just start demanding more. We don't need any more drug dealer movies or any more black, goofy comedies. We have enough of those now to last us for generations to come. I will end this topic by saying this. There are tons of black screenwriters, producers, and directors with some informative and positive movies that are waiting on their chance to show their awesome and beautiful crafts. It's our time as the public to start demanding more of those movies so they can show their crafts. Hey, what if we boycotted all the 2019 black movies that add no value to our communities and just supported the positive and informative black movies with powerful messages. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I can hardly stand the funk up in here. I mean, the actors and directors have already been paid. The movies that are slated to be released next year were actually filmed this year. Next topic addictions. I would like to start by saying an addict is an addict. There is no difference between a drug addict or a shopping addict. Ooh, ladies, ladies, you smelling. The definition of an addict reads a person who is addicted to a particular substance or something. The definition of an addiction is the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or an activity. An an addiction is like a branch on a tree trunk. The trunk could be depression, frustration, rejection, social media, etc. Those conditions in general can cause us to self-medicate. An addiction is the easiest and most effective way to distract you from your destiny by clouding your mind. It's so funny how we judge others' addictions while minimizing our own. An alcoholic will say, well, at least I don't smoke crack. And a shopaholic will say, well, at least I'm not a gambler. And so on. But by the definition I just read previously, you're both the same. I mean, just because I'm light-skinned doesn't mean that I'm not black, correct? <laughs> and racist people would still identify me as a nigger in any lineup. Police still treat me as such. Addictions and demons go hand in hand. Think about this. When most alcoholics or drug addicts quit, quit their addictions, then they usually transition into another addiction, such as caffeine. That's why there's a big pot of coffee in every Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous meeting across the United States. And yes, I have been to some. Well, you might be somewhere slow and say, well, I'd rather be addicted to caffeinated coffee than drugs or alcohol. But let's break that mentality down. Side effects of caffeine are Number 1. Anxiety Number 2. Insomnia Number 3. Digestive issues Number 4. Muscle breakdown Number 5. Addiction Number 6. High blood pressure Number 7. Rapid heart rate And number 8. Fatigue. Now let's list the side effects of cocaine. By the way, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Number one, depression. Number two, increased heart rate. Number three, muscle spasms. Number four, anxiety. Number five, loss of appetite. Number six, insomnia. Let's just stop there. Hmm, that list sounds mighty identical. But because coffee, tea, and soft drinks are legal, then my addiction isn't as bad as yours, huh? Get the F out. The parking lot. So let's stop putting others down to make our pitiful selves feel better. Alcohol and opium are the only two addictions that your body can become chemically dependent upon. Both also require hospitalization to detox because of the severe withdrawals that can also lead to death. So what's the difference in one or the other, other than one is legal and the other is not? The thing is that they both used to be illegal. Why do you think they call alcohol spirits? So my point again is that an addict is an addict. Hmm. In the words of J.J. Evans, moving on. Constructive criticism versus hate and false realities. The Bible says that a wise man should be slow to speak, and quick to listen. These days, you can't tell a person anything without them getting defensive and going on attack. Everyone is so hateful, and social media is a hotbed for misery and hate. When I'm on YouTube and scroll down through the comments, it makes me so angry, yet also sad. Mostly, what you see is a ton of hateful comments. People put up positive videos and ask for constructive criticism in return. And most of the YouTube worms tear you down no matter what or how positive your message is. Why can't we just simply agree to disagree these days? You know my motto, an opinion is like an asshole. And everyone has one, and sometimes they stink. (laughs) However, opinions and hate are two total different things. Social media offers all the wormholes a chance to hate. But why? Hmm, check this out. If you get you a life and a plan, you won't have time to hate on others that do. Ooh. I might need to double up on that one. Then I'll come out. Ugh. Most people choose misery. It's much easier to be miserable than to have a plan. A plan requires too much work whereas being miserable requires very little to no work at all. Now wonder so many people suffer from the social media blues. I see why so many people are depressed like never before which leads me to my next discussion, false realities and microwave thinking. I'm 45, and when I was in my 20s, I was happier than a homosexual in a dildo factory. Nothing got me down. I understood that I was young and exploring life while living my younger years to the fullest. Nowadays, most of the younger generation is depressed and miserable, because of their false ideologies about where they should be in life already in their 20s. When I was 20, it was a big deal just to have a car. I mean, as long as it had a shell plus four tires and a motor, we were good. It really didn't take much. But now, according to the younger generation, you're supposed to be a rich young nigger. I'm supposed to be riding Bentley, not a Chevrolet Malibu. So then I watch music videos of young rappers riding around in their rented cars and loaned out jewelry. Or in most cases, fake jewelry. And believe that it's all real and that's how I should be living. Another double up on that one. Come on young people, that's not reality at all. And you know better, there is actually a blueprint to success and it takes time to become successful collectively as a whole. You educate yourself in your 20s, you acquire knowledge of a career or a trade, and most importantly, life. Then you come to your dirty 30s. That's when you start setting life goals. Usually, that's when you begin to start your own career path or start your own business. Then come your 40s. That's when you begin to reap from what you sowed in your previous years, good or bad. So I suggest you start sowing good, young people. Your hard work begins to pay off if you sow good. You're getting closer and closer to that Bentley now. I mean, you can even smell the interior. Mmm. Mine will be cream, by the way. Peanut butter material, rather. Plus... You're much wiser and know how to treat that Bentley now. Then come your 50s, the glory years. That's when you officially become a baller. All your hard work is paid off. Now is the time to take golfing lessons. Now, young people, I know that timeline is making you cringe, but it's actually what you call reality. I would never, ever waste my energy on debating with a young person about this though because most of them believe that reality TV is real. <clears throat> Don't believe the hype. Plus y'all on that microwave theory. Y'all do stuff like reheat chicken and pizza in the microwave but it tastes way better reheated in the oven. The thing about it, is that it's a process kind of like life first you have to preheat the oven for 10 minutes then wait another 10 to 15 minutes for the item to get ready when you can simply just microwave it in three minutes and voila it's done but it tastes like crap everyone wants everything asap if you ask lots of young people these days do you have a plan They'll respond while scratching their heads and pulling up their pants like, duh, what's the plan? But ask that same person what their goals are in life and they're like, uh, I want to be a rich young nigga before 30. I want to have a big house, a Rolls Royce, and a helicopter or private plane. They're full of answers and false realities, aren't they? Anyways, Let's put some positive energy in the world again and stop hating and judging. Well, I hope you enjoyed my bonus material. Once again, remember that I don't just like you, I love you. Peace.